0: may i have
1: your attention please welcome back to surviving a cold podcast this is your boy ifai aka Feko, aka mazi Feko. yes um on this episode we'll be talking about seven things that make Lagosians angry so um i had a guest with me you know to talk about that and his name is rotimi so you guys should stay tuned and um, we'll be right back Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is Six for Plus, aka the mayor of Abuja, announcing to you that you're listening to a podcast called Surviving Echo with Feko. Wa da dying. Keep listening. Ladies and gentlemen, on this segment, we're going to be talking about seven things that make Lagosians angry. Yes, I know there are a lot of other things that make Lagosians angry, you know, but we're going to be deliberating on just seven things that we feel. Um, That upset Lagosians in general So first off, or before we dive into that I have a guest with me Uh, His name is Rotimi, aka Rotex For added followers of our podcast You might remember him You Yeah, from the second episode You know, he was a guest was our guest on the second episode of the Surviving Eco podcast So you wrote to me, say what's up to the listeners, man yo yo,
0: yo, yo, it's nice to be back here, it's nice, <laughs> it's really nice to be back
1: here Alright, so let's dive right into it Seven things that make Lagosians angry Number one, um, people that engage in loud phone conversations upset Lagosians. I think Lagosians take offense when a person engaged in a phone conversation Makes it look like he's conversing with someone that is deaf What do you think about that? Well, I I just feel
0: having a phone conversation and being loud at it is just excessiveness and abuse of mobile devices (laughs) because I see no reason why you'll be shouting on the phone when like you said, the person you're conversing with is not there. Although people used to do it to intimidate others, I guess. Mm. I, I know of a landlord where I used to live that it is only when he's about to receive a contract he will stand with his toe well outside shouting <laughs> and, and making screaming screaming quotations and all of that yeah. to make everybody know that two million, five million. Yeah, it's it's only a big deep. Most
1: <laughs> people are just fun of like showing themselves home mm-hmm. i also think why why some people scream you know when answering phone calls is because of the environment well the environment at the time might be, especially if they're stuck in traffic it, you know it's understandable
0: yeah. if the um, surround sound is making it difficult for them to hear what the person is saying which will now cause them to shout but in situation not only see this shout or no shout of a thing is you know it will be and i believe i just don't want to i don't want to talk about some things okay let me paint this picture too why would why would let's leave the whole shout um, phone conversation alone and let's talk about shouting in the essence mm. the example i'm trying to paint is why would you be in a church of let's say for example here i know some part of Lagos it's not allowed to use megaphone and all of that to preach i guess during fashion life, yeah, there was restrictions placed on it. But in some places, okay, fine, no megaphone for the public audience, but you in a church of let's say roughly 20 congregations, 20 members of the church, yeah, and you mm-hmm. have like five surround speakers.
1: Just imagine, where, 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 speaker? where I used to stay before, before I moved to Aja, at there's a church directly opposite to our building. Do you know what they do? They directed the speaker straight to our window. Yeah. Not just one speaker. I'm talking of like four different speakers, you nice. know. And sometimes I wonder um, if this is actually Christianity or something. I mean, I mean, I don't want to get into the whole sensitive we, we, topic. But so we, let's. I, I think just move. Yeah, let's just move right <laughs> to the next way. point. Yeah. Uh, secondly, I think another thing that upset Legosians is uh, people that jump a queue at banks you know imagine you make a grudging visit to the bank and um, sometimes it transforms to anger if someone for whatever reason jumps the queue to transact you know the general reaction from other persons in the queue can make the person die with shame
0: yeah well true i've experienced this so many times and most times i used to avoid having a loud when confrontation when people that's when you know those that can Whenever speak.
1: they come, you know, this is yeah. what I've noticed. When when you are at the ATM, anybody that walks into the to the bank they're like, who is the last person? Yeah, basically. That's, <laughs> that that's, question. That, who is the last person? That's
0: the tradition. Dude, you know?
1: you're the last person. Why are you asking me? <laughs> Do you understand?
0: No, not to not to enter yeah. any kind of trouble mm-hmm. of, Thing. I was here before you, you know, somebody can just come and own a space that I have occupied for some time. Maybe I was close to the uh, to the machine mm. and someone now tell me, eh, I'm behind that guy, you should not have taken my position. They, uh, we go Sometimes, Vietnam.
1: some of them even walk away, they go, they go get something else and next yeah. thing, you yeah. just see someone coming right in front of you, I'm like, okay, where did this person come from? You, you or was possibly... the person wearing an invisibility cloak <laughs> that you didn't see the person initially? <laughs> okay, so, they got to do some, some some sort of funny things at times and it's quite amusing at the yeah, same time it's yeah, yeah. frustrating and annoying. Most you know. times
0: when this is about to I have experienced it like I said, mm. when it's about to turn into an argument, I just if I can get somebody usually I would just need somebody to just support me like <laughs> bros and you I know like, the deal now her, yeah yes if I could get somebody then uh, when we go for sure in the sense whereby I am surrounded with people that will just be looking like going okay, to assault yourself. I just used to back down from the east. And, and
1: also, you need to you need to observe the area, area. in mm. which you are trying to yeah. transact. And, and also before y- you react, yeah. Do you understand yeah, yeah. because the indigenous there might fuck you up. You know they might mess you up. So you just yeah. have to be careful.
0: And also look at the dressing of the person that you are trying to, <laughs> so that you know not collect money and go out corner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Do you understand? this is legal. It's
1: yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so the third point is um, preachers you know that say stuff like Lagos girls will go to hell you know some people find that annoying one topic that can raise hell is if preachers start to discuss the immoral dresses of Lagos ladies and how they might likely land in hell if they do not desist a lot of Lagos girls they, they, they feel offended when they hear you know preachers talking about stuff like this because of their mode of dressing you know generally speaking
0: well, my own take personally on, on that is, is these preachers, they just come from the perspective of being religious and trying to compare their own lifestyles with the ones. Especially, well, if you see, let's use the word SU, somebody that is very devout, a very religious girl, you would know about addressing, yes. But now they, they forget the fact that they condemn directly, and which is very bad. I am a Christian, yeah, and I, I, from what I have learned about being a Christian, I know a church is not built for those that are whole un- A church is basically for those that are unclean. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus as was the example. We are not here to preach, but basically we are to bring those that are dirty in. Yeah, not condemning them. them. Not condemning them. Not condemning condemning them, them is just like you're chasing them away. You're trying to c- compare your life with, okay, thank God you are saved. Hallelujah for you mm. But for them, you should not put them Try to understand where they are coming from exactly. If you pick a smoker, for example, now mm. You can't just stop him from smoking, it's not possible You walk him through the process You don't just slam it that him yeah. They are dressed. So I think a lot, yes. a lot of people are just
1: being hypocrites A lot of people act like they don't Foul said it in one of his songs You know, everyone is a motherfucking hypocrite. That's, by the way, so um, the next point is uh, people that say food is cheaper where they come from. (laughs) Imagine if you go to a market in Lagos and you complain to the seller that the food produce is expensive and that it is actually cheaper where you come from. This can make the seller angry, you know. They be like, so why don't you go back to your village or wherever it is you come from yeah. and get the food stuff? Why are you telling us that food is cheaper? It's just cheaper. Then what are you looking for in, in the market?
0: One thing I've noticed about, well, especially when it comes to bargaining, is mm. just to give the seller another perspective to agree to be put money in your pocket, basically. But let's expand this a bit, bit. Let's, well, if I'm to just slide from the marketing, Nigerians are fond of one thing, eh. If I am to share an experience with you, for example, ah, like I come and say, how ah, boy, you sweat it to me today. Ah, you're not know gonna you believe him. After narrating everything, we are fond of not even actually listening to what they has said. Yeah. People will not just want to discuss what's on the ground, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just want to dive into what they are comfortable with. Mm. Everybody just wants to be it, And I feel that's that's the source of but I, between I, I think sellers so. and, and buyers eh, is, is, is is a strategy to, mm-hmm. to a cheaper price. So.
1: And some, Do you think it works sometimes, well, most of the time? Well, yeah, to an extent it works, you know, but at the same time, I think it also pisses them off. It does, basically. Mm-hmm. The next point this is one that we're actually familiar with. Um, Legosians get angry when you disconnect their electricity cable. If yeah, yeah. there's one thing Legosians don't Play with it. its light nepa.
0: <laughs> Do you
1: understand? The Russians don't find it funny when the electricity cable is disconnected because of debt. And that is why it is usually a big issue when officials come around to disconnect cables and occupants are at home. It's one thing for the occupant not to be at home when this you know PhCN officials yeah. come, it's another thing for them to be at home when they come. And you know the funny thing. They know they are you owing. Know? <laughs> that's just that They just feel entitled to electricity that they didn't pay for. That's what I was about to in, say. In, in my area, like where I used to stay before Mushin, I keep making reference to Mushin because I spent a whole lot of years in Mushin. I grew up in Mushin, so I mean, I remember there are few times these um, Nepal officials will come around, and <laughs> those guys are color boys, you know. They will literally chase them with a the cutlass you, you understand you know they just cause trouble cause havoc so that those guys will run it. that is when they start fighting you understand and it goes to a point that i, I it's think a strategy. yeah it got to a point where this uh um, they started coming with this um nepal officials started coming with police Policeman. men <laughs> you understand because they knew that was a strategy Growing up, I experienced um, episodes of we uh, they have caught
0: your light, we mm-hmm. have not caught our light. We want to go and chat with that, and it's not been fun. And you know, waiting they pay me pass, mm-hmm. you know, waiting they pay come. <laughs> that instance when we did get light, we are still there on top. Of her, we still, the, the light could be ep- epileptic, you know. Mm-hmm. But let's say <laughs> they can't cut our light tonight. I will tell you see till
1: next tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Light go steady Exactly. You
1: ah, Exactly. You will know exactly. me. You will not be <laughs> get what I mean? <laughs> For example, prior to you know <laughs> Nepal disconnecting your cables, there might not be light.
0: Yeah, there will be
1: power okay. supply. You understand? But the moment they come or the moment they want to they're they're about to start disconnecting people's cables, that is when the electricity will not become. I think it's a strategy it's for It's a strategy. Them. The strategy. Yeah. Usually, yeah.
0: everybody would be expecting it. when we use light like mm. for the first sixteen hours in a day. Uh, everybody would have known that. Oh God, this week never is coming. But, <laughs> but
1: then I think uh, we. This is 2019. Yeah. Other countries they've gone past. You know, the stage of uh, always relying on one source oh, of energy. power. In Nigeria, here it's hydroelectricity, thanks to Kanji Dam, you know, and uh, very few people can afford solar panels and other sources of renewable energy. Other countries, they can I was watching a documentary the other day in Brazil. Brazil don't have crude oil. So, what do they do? They have a large expanse of land and arable land, and they use this land to cultivate sugar cane they convert the sugarcane into ethanol and they power most of their vehicles with ethanol ethanol, ethanol oh. That. so and they they, they grow the sugarcane and they use the byproduct of sugarcane as a source of biofuel but here in nigeria we rely solely on crude oil in fact this is a topic for another day that's, it's something i don't want to tie into it's so, because it's so, it's so as right. an environmental biologist okay. you know by training it's something we've been taught in school several times one day, this oil will finish. Mm-hmm. When the oil finish, what are we going to no, focus on? Our eyes yeah. will put all, all the resources we When? 2013,
0: 2015? let the oil finish first. I mean, we, we, we have
1: to start think. making preparations for the next generation. So that's about that. Uh, we're moving on to the next point. The next thing that make Lagosians angry is when they Nabi pick pockets. Mm. Barawo, Ole, Onyoshi. Which other, which other Lego is there to describe a pickpocket? Have you ever witnessed a situation where you know Legos has nabbed nabbed a pickpocket?
0: Well, I I have had a series of events whereby you just see a guy run out of a corner. Say, <laughs> wow, that guy is pushing with stick and none of that. Mm. I grew up at Idrisha, in Lagos State. So things like that happens like once in say two, three months, yeah. Well personally, I this is just the basic thing that happens when somebody is in, when the so-called pickpocket is caught. You see, all the um, thieves that all the successful stealings that has happened, <laughs> he says area, successful stealing, yes, that has okay. happened in that area
1: mm. would
0: now be poured on him, even
1: exactly. Once more, it becomes like the sacrificial lamp, you know.
0: They, I actually see by the experience, even that resulted with jungle justice, and what's more,
1: that's another that, thing. There was, there was a time, so I think, good. when I was in primary school. There's a time, you know, I step out of my house, and when I get to the T junction, I mean, this is graphic for some of our listeners, but I'm sorry, I just have to say, there's a during I don't know who was the governor at the time, but then jungle justice was very prevalent. I'll see tires and burnt bodies across the streets, you know, and if you investigate such situations properly, you discover they stole. Maybe fifteen naira, hundred naira, two hundred naira. I'm not justifying yeah, that. I'm not justifying not that theft has different levels. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Theft is theft. But then, what about those people that are actually stealing billions of naira? What the, are they the doing problem, to them? The
0: problem we have mm. in, in Nigeria is that our our legal system is so so unreliable. Because if it is very reliable, the I don't see any reason for jungle justice. If there is unapproachable let's say for example the counsellor of an environment has this um, prevailing power to, um, to judge minor cases okay. and yes everybody is fine with it if that setting is in place mm. i don't see any reason for jungle justice the only part that makes it very difficult for me to accept is that when somebody steals something instead of condemning based on what he has stolen, mm. which is actually very bad we don't know the condition that moved him to we, we don't want to hear any explanation now we now take our mr he brings the story mr bill brings the story they will see the generator that got missing Some reminds, reminds me of their own story and mm-hmm. they will just conclude on either killing him or yeah so
1: i think they should just hand so, you so know no. the pickpockets so, so, to the appropriate authorities so that they can handle it but then The so-called appropriate authorities and
0: courts—how
1: appropriate are they? You know, I I, I recall the xenophobic attacks that occurred recently in South Mm. Africa, triggered a reprisal attack in Lagos, and I heard you know sources uh, reveal that some police officials were actually watching people while they you know moved into these stores Mm -hmm. and looted properties of other Nigerians. You know that owned or that had um, shops in at shop right. So sometimes I think these appropriate authorities are yeah. also <laughs> parts of I the failed system. Uh, you know, so I mean we really need to do something yeah. about that. We've had
0: several situations whereby um, thieves will be caught with. Um, Weapons and after being traced, it leads back to the police exactly. So this is the kind of Lagos and Nigeria we find out.
1: Lastly, on the the seven things that make Lagosians angry is um, delay. When you delay passengers with big notes, mm-hmm. do you understand? Mm-hmm. Me personally, before I leave the house, eh, <laughs> I usually make sure I have various denominations of naira notes. From I start from as low as fifty naira. Graduates to 100 era, 200, 500 and 1,000. Do you understand? A night before I get home, I make sure I change my money. And also when I go to the ATM to withdraw money, I make sure the ATM that is dispensing cash has the denomination of at least 500 naira. Because I feel if you give a driver 1,000 naira notes and you indicate that you want to alight along the way, thereby forcing the driver to start looking for change, this usually infuriates other passengers because can't wait for just one single person mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. thereby you delaying their own trip and mm-hmm. all that so it's- I most times these conductors will tell you That's the slogan uh, That's the slogan like, As Lagos
0: will have it, it's one of Lagos' motto Apart from before a cold in party, I don't know if it's still um, If they say shine your eyes when cold back better uh, mm. Lagos is one place that you know, if, you, if you slow eh, they will slow you eh? So people basically People in the bus are either pushing something or pushing by something, so they don't want to slow down at any point. Yeah. Now you bringing your change while when you go. Here. Have you ever
1: Have you ever experienced a situation where you entered the bus and you had like a big note?
0: Well, I, well, I would not say no. And you've I, you I have offended actually, the conductor. I have actually experienced that before, and I learned my lesson
1: because. Then, what was the reaction of the conductor? I, I was
0: actually with five hundred naira and my the the fare the fair was just hundred naira mm. and sincerely it keep my mind because before norm the, my norms goes like this when I enter or mm. before I enter if something cause it change cause it change I would like okay we will change five hundred volume for and if it says no I will just get down and, and most times they, they make you they make I you buy they
1: make you buy stuff you don't want to buy just for integration. security.
0: I was Imagine you had,
1: you had Fufu at home before you stepped out, just because you want change, you don't buy Gala <laughs> <Just,
0: laughs> You understand Yeah, marketer is already So they will even be asking you, mm. you I, not go buy 20 You understand <laughs> so, It's crazy The the conductor, as I was saying, as I entered the bus, he right. didn't actually Although everybody should know it's the anthem, I should not be expecting him to tell me, but then it's keep my mind. Man, I was only 500 naira. I expected 400, 400 Naira, it's not even 1000, 400 Naira, and yeah, the guy was just ranting, saying all sorts out, but we've never gotten to my destination then, when I just got there. Like, change the driver said was well, not even patient at all, it was just zooming up. The guy just squeezed 200 there and threw it at me. There. <laughs> <laughs> just, I cannot stop pushing The boss.
1: truth of the matter you is, every, everybody is just angry, almost everyone is angry in Lagos. There's, there's yeah. a post um, I shared on our platform on Surviving Eco, and it states that the anger alone in Lagos states if anger could be transformed into electricity. Yeah. The anger alone in Lagos State is enough to power the entire Nigeria. 24/7. In fact, not just Nigeria, West Africa and Africa in general. Because we have so many angry people. Conductors are just <laughs> source of electricity. <interesting>
0: people <laughs> we just Absolutely. connecting wires to them. It's crazy. Man. It's crazy.
1: So uh, Rotimi, thank you once again you know, for coming on the show. And by the way, yes, let's talk about Rotimi a little bit. Yeah. Rotimi is an artist, okay. you know, um, he's a creative designer just like myself. And um, someday on this podcast, we we'll talk about the creative space in Lagos State. You, you. you know the kind of people you look up to as an artist, yeah. as a visual artist, and stuff like that. Yes. You know. But for now, we just have to talk about other things. You know. But if you have any other thing okay. to say to you, to our listeners, please feel okay. free. Okay. Yeah.
0: On the, on the last note, on signing out, I just want to say this is legal, so my brother, and my sister. Hmm, where well, well your well, you open your eyes. So, well, if you are new, definitely you would be taught. But if you are in the system already, you know that you know as it go. This is surviving ECHO cool. Now, so and so, the higher <laughs> your insanity, insanity, the
1: higher your chances uh, of surviving illegal. So, shout. All right.
2: <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Maka, and you're listening to Surviving Echo with Feco. Enjoy.
1: Welcome back. So um, lately, a lot has been going on in Lagos, you know, from um, the reprisal attack in Lagos after the xenophobic attacks that occurred in South Africa. So um, a lot of Lagosians stormed the streets, you know, places like Jaconde, ICM, Sulere, you know, were attacked by Lagosians, aggrieved Lagosians, you know, they heard about uh, the xenophobic attacks in Essex. As a matter of fact, that night, I was heading back home from Lekki to Aja. And on the road, I spotted a burning um, vehicle. It was later, I discovered that the car belonged to the police. I mean, it it was a terrible night. I saw police officers, you know, shooting tear gas into the air, you know, to to ward off um, anybody that might be thinking of, you know, looting um, those stores and malls. And there were footages that surfaced online, you know, that showed people at Songo Tedo, which is also here on the island, you know, that went into shop ShopRite and they looted uh, different items from speakers, you name it, electronic devices and all that, you know, it was a crazy scene, you know, just listen to this excerpt, you know, um, that described the reaction of people or eyewitnesses that were there as at the time.
2: As you can see, one person has been shot dead in front of Shoprite. This is a reprisal attack from what is going on in South Africa right now. I'm presently speaking to you from Shoprite, Circle mall in jaconde You guys are supposed to go on strike. Let's get one. after. Take right to shop right
3: to try and say something about this this is not nice is sorry. this is not nice our people
1: wow that's crazy that's really, really crazy. I feel we vandalizing stores and properties is not going to solve anything absolutely would it? will not solve anything you know i I just feel. Um, people were so aggrieved, you know, people were so angered by what they saw online. It was so, so, so terrible. Like, graphic videos that surfaced online, you know, showing South Africans burning fellow Africans, you know, and I mean, before we even tackle tackle um, xenophobia, I think we also need to tackle Afrophobia. And Afrophobia is the fear of Africans, you know, um, whereby maybe Africans in diaspora don't want to identify with black Africans or white Africans, you know, not wanting to identify themselves as Africans, you know, calling themselves Arabs and stuff. You know, so, I mean, it's it's a crazy thing and these are crazy times. I think this is the best time for Africans to unite. You know, the world is looking at Africa for inspiration and uh, we need to, uh, we need to be, We need to unite and we need to prove to the world that we are indeed the future. So people vandalizing stores for me is a no, no. It's not going to solve anything, you know. Come to think of it, the people that own some of these stores are Nigerians. You know, ShopRite is just a franchise and these franchises are now owned by Nigerians. You know, like um, some of our contributors said, Because we asked, you know, a couple of people about what they think of that incident, and honestly, we are all on the same page. It's not going to solve anything. I think it's just misdirected um, anger.
2: Okay, basically, Nigerians going to vandalize stores at Shoprite was very ignorant, and it was very barbaric. Like, how will you go and start vandalizing properties because? of xenophobia happening in south africa not even in nigeria like what was the move for what were you trying to achieve like i really didn't get it but like if you had probably just stopped one of those people going to steal they would have probably just said something as dumb as oh they kill our people for south so they thought this is the next this is the next step to do most of them don't know that these franchises are owned by nigerians don't know they're literally affecting their own brother's source of livelihood or something and for some people it was just an opportunity for them to steal because it was mostly thugs they were just going there to go and oh let's just go and take this let's take that it was really just was it was not that all it was not that all
3: yeah um it's 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 kind of crazy when when these xenophobic attacks happen and people trying to retaliate by actually destroying properties and stores and all that stuff look that doesn't actually make sense because even at that you don't actually see south africans that come here to nigeria like normally if you if you come to lagos there's a sect where you find the chinese people there's a sect where you find the lebanese people there's a sex where you see Germans, all types of people, races, but you don't tend to actually see South Africans in Nigeria. So man, this appetite shit is like real because you know, <laughs> talking about vandalizing Shoprite, Pep and all that, man, come on. That's that is just crazy. I don't I don't even buy the idea because even most Nigerians franchise with these companies, man, these so-called corporate bodies. So you're actually even destroying people's businesses who are nigerians so that's just an immoral act to just start vandalizing places and and shops and all that stuff i don't see it i don't i don't see it as a good thing you know i don't see it as a good thing i think we all just need peace this is just a state of mind of some certain people in south africa you know so they they need to they need to actually be be rehabilitated to actually have a, a, a conscious state of mind to know that we all are africans and we all are one there's nothing like superiority or tra- you're trying to make yourself supreme a supreme african no that is not that we are african we are one we are all giants we are black and that's it thank you
4: part of the reason i believe that happened was because um A lot of people have had to suppress anger toward the government um, because government has been mostly inactive in addressing several issues that have affected um, citizens in the country and I guess um, the situation at South Africa served as a catalyst um, or, or more like a an aggressor, something that triggered all that suppressed anger, and then people began to lash out, and people began to take laws into their hands. While it didn't have an effect uh, regarding South Africa, you could also you could actually say that maybe it drew some attention to the outrage that a lot of people have been suppressing
1: Um, but I agree with Rachel I think the whole thing you know irrespective of the havoc and all that I think it drew an attention you know even though um, the president of the federal Republic of Nigeria didn't really address the issue you know he didn't really address the issue most people you know, came up with different jokes that Zemin Buari was alive, this wouldn't have happened, you know, we felt he should have done more, you know. I mean, imagine if if, if Buari was Trump and it was actually American citizens that were being burnt like that or that were being attacked like that. I'm pretty sure Trump will have sent drones, you know, to SA and just, I don't want to say the rest of it, you know, but I we just felt that Buari should have done more than just you know keeping mute about the situation i think it's just a case of misdirected rage and rage can be misdirected uh like one of our contributors said uh, also uh according to mr books um africans need to unite this is not the time for us you know to be hating on one another and uh, this is 2019 we need to set a good example for the future generations to come personally, I've worked with South Africans before. I've, um, in fact, I have, I have a song, you know, with, a, with an incredibly talented rapper from essay His name is Nature, and uh, I mean, he, he. There are few good people. I mean, there are people that are also amazing in essay you know, irrespective of the xenophobic attacks going on. I've been on hype magazine before in South Africa, you know. I got my song on Big Brother Africa through South African. You understand so i just feel uh, we shouldn't allow what's going on you know change our perception about an entire country um uh, it's not everyone for example when you say nigerians are fraud stars are you a star? yes you listening are you if you're not it doesn't i mean that means you don't have to generalize that sentence do you understand so i just feel we should look past um, you know the stereotype and we should tackle the main problem The main problem is what we, sh- we need to tackle and also we don't need to wait for the government to do everything it starts by changing our mindsets and The sooner we start changing our mindsets the better for us uh, We're gonna be taking a music break. Uh, this song is titled e to a meta. It's from Banky W Yes, um, I remember Shortly after the song was done, I had an interview with Banky. I was really intrigued by the remix or the cover of the song. The title of the song is called Ebute Meta and it's performed by Banky. Uh, we'll be right back. Yes, some girl fell in love with a black man. Yes, I'm so African,
3: tell by my accent. Yes, I'm Nigerian then right I am packing and yes, I'm the future, the rest is in the past.
0: Whether I live near or far, I can be out in Yankee, or even posted up in Jan. See, you gotta know who you are, even when you hustle hard. Just follow your dreams, and you can be a superstar. Because, you can cross rivers in Kalaba, you can so rock out in a
4: Traffic in Lagos. But you can be from Abuja, meta, 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 eh, eh, eh. From Abuja, meta, 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 eh, eh, eh. From Abuja, meta, meta, meta,
1: eh, eh, eh. From Abuja, meta meta, 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 a, eh, eh, eh welcome back to the show surviving eco podcast for those of you that are just joining us is a podcast that mirrors those daily struggles the insanity you know everything that happens in lagos the good the bad the ugly and um, yes we're here to talk about that on surviving eco we also have a clothing line yes we have a clothing line surviving eco clothing line you can check us out on instagram at surviving eco you know to check out some samples of our of our t-shirts of our merchandise and um, please we expect your patronage yes and also follow us on all streaming platforms Um, we're on apple podcast we're on overcast we're on soundcloud we're on spotify you know just search for surviving nicole and tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to the podcast and um, shout out to everyone that contributed thank you so much Um, for your contributions we really appreciate your contributions and also if you have anything you know you want if you like suggesting to surviving a cold podcast feel free to hit us up on our instagram page um our doors are open to suggestions you know kindly hit us up and um we'll definitely revert as soon as possible thank you for listening to the podcast i remain feckle and um Keep surviving, Lagos, man. That's what's up, man. Peace out.